MSW Media. News with swearing. Daily beans, daily beans. Daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. Today, the UK Supreme Court rules Boris Johnson's prorogation is unlawful. The whistleblower reaches out to shift to testify. Speaker Pelosi announces a formal impeachment inquiry. Trump says he will release the call transcript. And Roger Stone is denied. I'm your host, AG, and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. All right, party music. Cheers. Yeah. Ooh. What's happening? Yes. Cheers. There we go. (laughs) Our producer has a hard time drinking and producing at the same time. Don't drink and produce. (laughs) That works on a lot of levels. Um, We are enjoying some impeachment punch, uh, which is uh, dark rum, light rum, uh, strawberry uh, juice, uh, peach juice, because for the impeachment part, and we got chunks of peaches in it. And uh, there's other stuff in there, too. A grenadine. Um, it's it's just absolutely delicious. It's incredible. It's literally like a combination of all my favorite drinks, and it even has the little umbrellas. This was inspired by you, Julie. So I Thank knew you. that you liked bay breezes and sea breezes. I was just gonna get like everybody some like wine and like maybe try to make you some sea breezes. And, and Todd's like, why don't we just make punch? Aww. It's perfect. Thank you, Todd, and, and so thank we, you, Ag. Yeah. yeah, got the little umbrellas for you. Be somebody <laughs> from the jerk if you've ever seen it. This is great. So um, <clears throat> we're celebrating, and I hope that you are too. We've got our candle lit. Got- <laughs> yeah, wait, this would be a great time for video. <laughs> I know we've got our Nancy <laughs> Pelosi, uh, patron saint of shade, uh, and uh, Santo Roberto, uh, Robert Mueller, patron saint <laughs> of whatever he's the saint of. Yeah, yes, it does feel yeah. extremely witchy right now, more so than normal. <laughs> More than usual. Uh, We have a lot to get to today. There was actually a ton of news that happened other than the impeachment announcement. Uh, And so to go over just a couple of those things uh, really quickly, let's just let's jump in to uh, hot notes. Hot notes. All right. So first of all, here's something weird that happened before we get to the impeachment stuff. Uh, The Bijan Keon ruling was thrown out. Uh, his guilty thing was thrown out. Uh, I'm still looking into why that is, but that can be appealed. And if it is appealed, uh, the judge said that it would pro- he would probably need a new trial because apparently there was insufficient evidence. Yeah, yeah. I was reading that. I think um, obviously we'll hear more about it, but just my first thoughts are not everyone is, pro- is going to go down. And I guess to me, all that matters is that the people that were at the hub of it and did the most damage at least have consequences. And that seems to be happening. And, and obviously Trump's the biggest fish, but I feel like it's coming. So yeah, this might be one of those lose the battle, but win the war moments. Yeah. <clears throat> and it might also have to do with the fact that they pulled Michael Flynn as a as a star witness. He was a cooperating witness. And then that changed with the whole Sidney Powell and creeps on a mission. And then he became an unindicted co-conspirator. And so that might have been uh, it. I'm going to have to look at the at the ruling. But um, so I just, you know, the key on ruling thrown out. Yeah, because he's cooperating. That could be a good reason, actually, for it to get thrown out if we have to trade off. You said it's because he might, you know, be helping. 
No, it's because Flynn stopped helping. Oh, or, I see. I'm guessing. I don't oh, know if it's well, because then that's Flynn not stopped good helping. At all. But yeah. apparently, there's you know they they didn't because Flynn didn't testify. They didn't know the role of Flynn, and that could, uh, according to the little bit that I've read on it, uh, be a, a problem for you know having enough evidence to to uphold the conviction because it's all about not just obtaining but maintaining a conviction as well. Okay. Uh, so I I'm I'm guessing prosecutors might appeal this, but we'll see. This is a Van Grack joint, um, so. Who knows? Brendan yeah. Van Grack, he's the the new Farah guy at at Department of Justice, but Barr could stop it too. But I don't know how much he cares about Keon. Right, right. I appreciate that breakdown. Um, uh, uh, okay. Did you guys see the the Trump tweet about Greta Turnberg? No, no I just heard about it. Ugh. I have not heard this at all. So you know the the like the video of her giving shade mm-hmm. to Trump and Pence when they're at the thing. Yeah. Well, apparently Trump tweeted out, "Oh, what a happy looking young lady! Uh, I hope she has a bright future ahead of her." Just totally sarcastically, wow, trolling a sixteen year old girl, the president of the United States. Um, so that happened. Yay. And then let's see, West Palm Beach Marine Unit cancels ball at Mar-a-Lago. So there was supposed to be a Marine ball at Mar-a-Lago and they've canceled it probably in the wake of all this Turnberry stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, just the appearance of, of it just looking bad and also it probably being against domestic emoluments. Uh, laws. Yeah, and really quickly, could I go back to Greta just for a sec? Yeah. Something popped in my head. I feel like it's also um, very indicative of, of where we are as a country that someone like Greta, I, I have yet to hear say anything as far as name calling or passive aggressiveness towards Trump, even though he is the cause of a lot of the things that she's trying to fight. And and he quickly goes to basically nasty woman. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's a grown man and she's a young woman. So I think this is just where we are. And not to say every adult is like Trump, just everything's just so... Up is down, you well, know. No, somebody said it's it's good for Greta to go to the UN so that she can know what it's like to be looked down upon and treated like shit by <laughs> you know uh, old white cis dudes. Yep. Yeah, it prepares her for a future that we would have if if we don't fight it now. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, I mean, a lot of what ha- you know has to do with climate crisis has to do with misogyny as well. So, I, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Totally, and I think your beans are uh, right, and we can see him calling her like a nasty girl. I can mm-hmm. totally see that. Like Janet Jackson? Yeah. Nasty yeah. girl. As some weird, creepy, Judge Jackson appropriately pedophile-like <laughs> nickname for her. I mean, he is gross, so I don't. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but kudos to her for, for maintaining her resolve, as always. She's just yeah. got the right words, and, and she's... I mean, she said that... She said it best. They stole her childhood. It's not like Trump's childhood was stolen. Yeah. This is, the stakes are so different for her, yeah. and she's so much more mature, and we could talk all day about how amazing she She actually is. took that quote from Trump and put it in her bio. Oh snap! So. Okay, so when <laughs> I said bio. when I said she never threw shade, I take it back. But that's some classy but shade. She does it with grace. <laughs> Absolutely, there is a way to do it, and yeah. she does it every time. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, anyway, sorry the, the the West Palm Beach Marine Unit canceling the thing at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, New York Times reporter stranded in Egypt. We're finding out about this, and 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 apparently the Trump administration wasn't going to do anything. So the New York Times had to turn to Ireland to help get get this um, uh, journalist out of danger. They were going to turn a blind turn a blind eye to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's a U- and it's a U.S. based reporter. Oh yeah, New that York was just Times traveling US over there. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. So that's just all part of his, you know, um, the the press failing is, New York Times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and enemy of the people. It's it's uh, terrifying. And can I point something else out that I heard? I don't know if you're going to bring it up, but it was just a quick little headline. Should be a big deal. But is the Trump administration going to stop doing the daily briefings entirely? I know they haven't done them in a long time, but I, I saw a post that I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I just heard maybe we have to look more into it for next time. But yeah, I heard they might have actually ended the briefings entirely like as a thing. Well, I wouldn't give them any briefings, but 
That's just me. Good point. But also that's where <laughs> we are. That That's something that probably got buried in the news. We'll have to fact check for sure. But I, I could have sworn I came across that. Yeah, why don't you uh, look that up? We'll, we'll cover that tomorrow. And Thank we'll you. Make yeah. sure that we, we, we touch on that because that would be interesting. I hadn't heard that news. Um, <clears throat> okay. And so all the rest of the stuff that I have, that's uh, it's, it's already baked in. So let's just uh, get to the script here and talk about, of course, two days ago, uh, 136 Democrats supported impeachment. Beginning this morning, it was 148. Um, around 10 o'clock, it was 150. By lunch, it was 163, then 165. By the time Nancy Pelosi met with the Dem Caucus, we were up to 173. 10 minutes into the meeting, 175. About 15 minutes into the meeting, 179. Just kept growing and growing. And and that's obvious because we had heard widely, it was widely reported throughout the day that she was going to announce an impeachment, uh, a, a legit, like, official impeachment mm-hmm. inquiry. And she's not going to do that unless... 100% of the Dems are, are on her side. That's kind of what kind of mm-hmm. that's the kind of whip she is. And so you're saying maybe that last third um, is behind her, but they just won't say it because of their constituents? No, I think they're going to say it. Okay. Like, yeah, it's I, coming. Think, I think you're saying the fact that she came out is probably indicative of the fact that 100% of them are now for it. Yeah, I think by the time the end of the meeting happened, all 218 Dems Very nice. likely I, support it. I have a question for you guys. Um, did you feel like she was definitely going to do it even though like, we didn't know until 2 p.m. Pacific time? Because I, I was putting out all these tweets prematurely, but I, part of me, when she first started speaking, I was like, oh, she might not say it, actually. I thought she might have pivoted, but she went for it. Like, this is the moment. <clears throat> yeah, no, I... I um I was pretty sure early on in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But always, you know, always in this environment, we're like, I don't know. though. Right. Mm-hmm. I do think, though, that you could sense the exponential momentum that this story has had since day one. It's yeah. the fastest moving story we have yeah. covered by far, I think, throughout mm-hmm. like the entirety of this. The podcast. whistleblower story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How quickly it went from something. When you first said that headline in my brain, I was like, in Seattle, just another fucked up thing yeah. that Trump mm-hmm. did. And then by the next day, it was like, no, this is not OK. And yeah. It was like yeah. totally taken on by the media and by congressmen and women. And Trump has pivoted uh, as well. Just yesterday saying the reason he withheld funds from Ukraine was because of corruption. It's corruption. It's all about corruption. I've long said it's corruption. I've always said it's corruption. And then Tuesday, he switched to saying he withheld because he wanted Europe to share some of the financial burden. I've always said this. It's always been about Europe paying its fair share, expecting his base to be unaware that Europe actually has the is the biggest contributor to the defense of Ukraine. <laughs> they are the biggest contributor, bigger than the United States. And, and but, you know, he, he's oh, I gave him guns. I did the lethal thing. So he pivoted pretty hardcore on that. Uh, and Pelosi knows that impeach- the impeachable crime here is not whether there was a bribe or extortion or squid pro crow. The impeachable offense was pressuring a foreign leader to investigate a political opponent. And the White House will say there's no crime here. Uh, but when Madison, Mason and Randolph developed the language on impeachment, uh, they were concerned that the president could engage in conduct that is not criminal, but may tamper with elections or investigations or that may profit off emoluments or could abandon the United States to seek assistance from a foreign government. Pretty much exactly what Trump has done. Mm-hmm. So the White House will try to convince you that since a crime was not committed, he should not be impeached. But that is not what impeachment is for. Uh, It's for abuse of power, and it's exactly this presidency that the framers had in mind, though I doubt they could have imagined the level of corruption within the Department of Justice or the Senate um, or that we're, you know, that we're being gaslit about today specifically. Mm -hmm. So Pelosi has what she needs now. A lot of people are saying this was all part of her plan. 
But I think I disagree on that. I don't think she was expecting this whistleblower Ukraine development. I think it came as a bolt from the blue. I believe it was her plan to wait to wait until we got the tax returns and the mm-hmm. financial statements from Deutsche Bank Capital One and Mazars. Same. Then she was going to do what she did today. Yeah. Same. So either way, her plan was to get the facts. And I didn't know what the facts meant. But now I see it was kind of a broad term for her. She was like anything that's concrete, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, she had all this concrete stuff. And I think she was waiting for the 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 big shoe to drop, which until this Ukraine thing happened, until, the, you know, it was going to be his financial documents. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm confused, too, because a lot of people are saying this should have happened during the, you know, 10 obstruction cases, right, with the Mueller report. So why do you think that made it like that wasn't enough, but this is? In because your Barr ruined it. OK, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And Barr, like Barr you, basically wrecked Yeah, what do they call it? Pre-ejaculation? Premature ejaculation? Yes. Yeah, it was a ruined <laughs> orgasm. For yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 I th- yeah, I think it's a combination of him ruining it, it being a very messy reveal, right? It took like over a year of people sort of disagreeing, well, <laughs> entirely disagreeing on, on facts, right? And then this story came out and people had, you know, a grasp on the entirety or <laughs> that's so false because it's a whistleblower complaint that that's it, they're refusing to expose. <laughs> but more but united, in terms yeah. of, right, it's not an entire Mueller investigation. This is This is like... More or less one instance, even though it's about more than one instance, but the one instance that... Sorry, I'm getting more punched. No worries. <laughs> my, my point is that I think they were able to run with this as soon as it came out because as it was developing and developing so quickly, they were right on top of it and it was released as public information. Like everything they knew, we knew from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It wasn't stymied by a special counsel investigation. Mm-hmm. You know? So now you have to look back and say, Mueller... Except for the fact, because there was no criminal conduct in a grander conspiracy to charge uh, in in the um, Russia conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there would not have been 10 instances of obstruction of justice had there not been an investigation by the special counsel. Trump wouldn't have been able to try to fire the special counsel had there not been a special counsel. So now we're in this position where... We are sort of bolstered by the existence of Mueller. Uh, Mueller's testimony and the release of the Mueller report led to uh, the initial impeachment, you know, talk where they, you know, say we're going to get the grand jury material, under, uh, grand jury material underlying evidence from the Mueller report, and we're going to cite Article One impeachment powers, but we're not going to fully open investigation. And then it was, I think, when we got the Mazars and the tax stuff from the House Ways and Means and Richie Neal. Uh, and and all you know the the Capital One and Deutsche Bank stuff. That's when uh, Nancy was going to be like, "All right, fucking showtime." Yeah. But what happened in the meeting today? Two things I think changed her mind. First, Trump had conversations with Ukraine about military aid and investigating a military rival. But number two, or a political rival, excuse me. And number two, most importantly, the obstruction within the administration and the Department of Justice blocking the whistleblower. Uh, it, it like with Watergate. It wasn't the break in. It was the cover up. And I think that's her one, like her main point here. Uh, and we also understand the committees um, that have pieces of the impeachment will be funneling them to the judiciary. So it doesn't look like there's going to be a select committee for him. A lot of people were putting that word out. She's going to form a select committee. They're going to be the ones doing the impeachment. And that's going to mean that Schiff and Cummings and um, <clears throat> Nadler are going to lose what they've done and they have to funnel it all up to the select committee. But I think what happened in that meeting was they're like, no, 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 we're keeping our fucking investigations. Mm-hmm. There's six of us. There are six committees and we will be under the umbrella of impeachment and we're going to continue you to keep it in the House Judiciary Committee and she agreed to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a 
in that speech, she just kind of walked out with a cage of pigeons and opened the door and let them fly, you know? He's like, go forth, my committees. Yeah, yeah. All of, all of you. All of you. Investigate to the best of your abilities. I which love is, it. Which is awesome. It was such a united front message. Yeah, meanwhile, Trump's singing When Doves Cry by Prince. <laughs> I, I, and I thought that that was really important. I, I was worried that they would come out without a united message, that not every dem would be behind her, or therefore she wouldn't be able to make the announcement or that they'd have this weird committee they'd have to form a whole new committee and that's going to take another three months as they have a two-week break coming up at the end of this week and it would just be like ugh, you know and then we're into christmas before we even start our you know what the fuck we're doing i think that they did it the right way here obviously i think they should have opened an impeachment inquiry after the Mueller report came mm-hmm. up but you know, I was into impeachment before it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like well, that. Well, and I yeah. also <laughs> did you see that? I did. It's thanks, nice. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Man. Shut up. I can also hope and wonder that all of the calls that people have been, you know, calling into their representatives with, I, I think that that hopefully makes a difference because I think a lot of the sentiment is don't fuck this up again. It did. I think it did, and it's a much as much about you guys doing your part and contacting. So, cheers to you guys! And, yes, and, and, yes. and all we're cheersing now with our hell yeah. yeah. And and this is the most satisfying turnaround from calling my rep to something happening. Right, <laughs> just yesterday I called. <laughs> like wake you up hit this the lottery morning and then this happens. <laughs> it feels very nice. Yeah, yeah. It I know it's nice. like activism lottery. Yeah, well, it's amazing. It's like you're yeah, you're seriously part of a huge. It's it's just. The feelings of mm-hmm. democracy are really strong right now, and that's so rare yeah. right now. Yeah, it feels good today, right? Big yeah, it feels energy. very good today. <laughs> and we're going to get video in here so you can watch us have cocktail parties because, the you know, I mean, Daily Beans is now going to be covering impeachment. It could be a wall-to-wall situation. Um, it was one of the reasons that, that you know, that this, this podcast was created was because, you know, it's not Mueller-centric. It's it's a daily news pod. We're going to cover the news. You're going to hear that. I'll, I'll figure it out. You guys let us know what you want from us. Do you want us to cover impeachment mostly in Mueller, she wrote? Do you want us to do it in Daily Beans? Mm-hmm. Um, but for patrons of Daily Beans, you'll continue to get these ad-free, and we're going to get some video up in here. <laughs> I just have to redecorate to make it look... Our friend, my friend Kate... Quiggers, uh, Quigley has a, a Date Fails podcast, and her her podcast room is I like I might copy it. It's so fantastic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like the curtains we got in here. I think Todd did that too, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm in a 1973 uh, NPR studio. Definitely. Like, today, sweaty balls. <laughs> the curtains are... Uh, sorry, go ahead, what please. You, what, no, I was just going to continue on with what <laughs> yes. I think an NPR podcast <laughs> would sound like in the 70s. Yeah, the curtains match the elements of the drink we're drinking. Exactly oh, I thought you were going for a curtain know, matches the drapes. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a ginger? No, I just... That's, that's the most literal setup I've ever heard of those words. <laughs> but we have hardwood floors. <laughs> okay. Um, so I... Back to... Uh, I, I, I hate to be so uh, cavalier and celebratory about impeachment because it is a very uh, sober, even though we're drinking, and it's a very important um, duty, constitutional duty of... of of Congress, and I'm 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 personally as a, as a United States veteran, really really in you know touched by the fact that they came together so quickly and did this so fast. And I know that sounds stupid because we've been waiting for years for it to happen, but 
seriously just within the last week and a half like you're saying jordan just bam this that that and then got right. the caucus behind her whipped him blah and then here we are and yeah just whipped the caucus <sighs> out yeah, yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's what i wish it's what i wish they were doing the whole time and it is so satisfying it almost feels as though we got a second chance sort of to yeah. go back and redo something that they should have done and now they're doing it with the alacrity that they should have done it in the first place. Ooh, alacrity and effulgence. I have, yeah. I've literally have not thought of that word in like twenty years. That's a good one. That's, Every time I did they not say learn that word, bring it on. Six, I that back. <laughs> Every time I watch it, bring it on. I think of that. I'm like alacrity and a what? <laughs> bring it on is a classic. Yeah, Amanda likes it too. That's my school. Uh, it's actually was it here or was it? Yeah, my school out here was where they shot the um, the scene for the the clovers. Yeah. yeah, 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 and the Be My Cherry Pie uh, audition. She was in one of my comedy music videos. Wow, Amazing. dude, California man, How and that was cool. used in a court of law because they they were ter- her ex was trying to show that she was an unfit mother because she was doing a strip tease in my stupid video, and the judge laughed him out of the room. They're like, "This is." Uh, this is satire do you not understand satire it was just really funny wow we need comedy judges yeah like serious robe and all dude that's gonna be a thing yeah (laughs) what is it that movie made made, oh okay that movie confirmed (laughs) that i was gay yeah all right bring it on (laughs) making the gays since 1998 when did it come out Oh, 2001. Yeah, yeah. might nice. as well be the 90s. Holy shit, that's almost You're 20 years. Yeah. I th- I thought I was way overshooting. I was only a couple years off. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Paints a picture alone in your room over and over. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh. <clears throat> All right, so. Uh, Nancy Pelosi brought, brought it on today. <laughs> nice, uh, I love that you. transition. Thank you. And I'm just going to read her statement before we go to break. Uh, Here's what she said today. She said, good afternoon. Last Tuesday, we observed the adoption of the Constitution. Sadly, on that day, the Intelligence Community Inspector General formally notified Congress that the administration was forbidding him from turning over a whistleblower complaint. This is a violation of the law. Shortly after that, reports began to break of a phone call by the President of the United States calling upon a foreign power to intervene in his election. This is a breach of his constitutional responsibilities. The facts are these. The Intelligence Community Inspector General, appointed by President Trump, determined that the complaint was both urgent, uh, of urgent concern and credible, and its disclosure relates to one of the most significant and important Director of National Intelligence's responsibilities to the American people. On Thursday, the inspector general testified before the House Intelligence Committee stating that the acting DNI blocked him from disclosing the whistleblower complaint, and this is a violation of law. The law is unequivocal. The DNI shall provide Congress the full whistleblower complaint. We created the Office of DNI. That did not exist until 2004. I was even in there I was even there in the 90s when we wrote the whistleblower laws to ensure the security of our intelligence and the safety of our whistleblowers. I know what the I know what their purpose was and we proceeded with balance and caution as we wrote the laws. I can say with authority that the Trump administration's actions undermine both our national security, our intelligence, and our protection of whistleblowers. This Thursday, the acting DNI will appear before the House Intelligence Committee and at that time, he must turn over the whistleblower's complaint to the committee. He will have to choose whether to break the law or honor his duty to the Constitution. On the final day of the Constitutional Convention in 1787, when our Constitution was adopted, Americans gathered on the steps of Independence Hall to await the news of, uh, of our government, <clears throat> of the government that our founding fathers had crafted. They asked Benjamin Franklin, are we a republic or a monarchy? And Ben Franklin replied, a republic if you can keep it. Our responsibility is to keep it. 
are Republican doers because of the wisdom of our Constitution enshrined in a three co- in three co-equal branches of government serving as checks, as checks and balances on each other. The actions taken to date by the president have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the president says Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. For the past several months, we have been investigating in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and determine whether to exercise its full Article 1 powers, including its constitutional power of the utmost gravity, approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the president has admitted to asking the president of of Ukraine to take action that would benefit him politically. The actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, the betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today I am announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed proceed with their investigations under the umbrella of the impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. Nobody is above the law. Getting back to our founders in the darkest days of the American Revolution, Thomas Paine wrote, the times have found us. The times found them to fight for and establish our democracy. And the times have found us today, not to place ourselves in the same category of greatness of our founders, but to place us in the urgency of protecting and defending the Constitution from all enemies, foreign or domestic. In the words of Ben Franklin, to keep our republic. Wow. So that was what Nancy said today. Yes. I took a couple of things out. That's all good. I love it. Very beautifully said and, and, and beautifully written. I imagine she probably writes her own, spits her own bars, like Nicki Minaj. I don't know if Nancy spit it, Nancy wrote it. I just, yeah, I think it's a beautiful speech. And, and that quote does stick with me to keep our republic if we can yeah, keep same. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ben yeah. Franklin is such a fucking kick ass dude, right? Like, mm-hmm. so what do we got? What do we got? Mm-hmm. It's a republic if you can keep it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the foresight. I uh, when I first well, when I did first invent heard... bivocals. Damn, good point. <laughs> okay, that was really dumb. I'm no, sorry. that was very smart. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> just just when I first heard that this was granted, I am on my period, so maybe a bit extra emotional. But I uh, just started crying because, yeah, it is the most like I'm behind you. I'm not on my period, and I also cried. Yeah. Aww. It is a it is a really big moment today mm-hmm. for all the reasons that we talked about before and the way that the video is even produced just like this sounds so fucking stupid and nationalist but even putting the flags behind her was almost a seal of officiality sort of on that statement because mm-hmm. every other time it's just like you know some crazy press conference or whatever and this was just done with such intention and like you said it was beautifully written the quotes that she pulled to use there were amazing. And this is where we're at. If we don't do this, we are truly, truly, very quite possibly going to lose our republic. And dereliction yeah. of our duty. And, and, and our entire livelihood, because this goes back to Greta. Just I didn't mean to interrupt you, just, just to wrap it all up in my head. Like The idea that this is a matter of we're facing mass extinction. We're facing it as a political challenge now. But next, it's going to be our physical livelihood. It already is our physical livelihood. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. No, yeah, sorry. No, I, no, I, I think it's a, a, an interesting parallel to draw that we we were facing our political extinction, whereas on the other hand, we're actually facing our physical extinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things to keep in mind as as we go forward. I forget what I was going to say to you, but if I think Aww, of it, damn it, it's cool. <laughs> it's you know what? Hey, <clears throat> impeachment punch. Cheers, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after these quick words. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Today's episode of Daily Beans is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is this amazing online learning community with thousands of amazing classes, 25,000 I think, covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Uh, you could take classes on everything from photography to creative writing or design, technology, productivity, and more. Uh, and there's something for everyone. So whether you're returning uh, to a long-time passion project that you may have put on the back burner or challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone, or maybe you're exploring something new and you want to start a new side hustle, Skillshare Skillshare has a class for that. Uh, I just finished a class on productivity, and I've been meaning to take this for a while, which says a lot about my productivity. Um, I hadn't taken one for a really long time since I was in management, and I, I was surprised not only by how much things have changed, but by how easy it is to learn. Um, and the new stuff is, is pretty basic, and, and that's in part thanks to the user-friendly interva- interface in the Skillshare virtual classroom. But that's why lifelong learning is so important to me. Uh, I'm often daunted by emerging technologies in whatever skill I'm trying to improve, but I'm always very relieved when I find out that it wasn't that hard to learn in the first place. And a few hours on Skillshare on the front end will save you so much time on the back end when you're up to date and current with the latest and greatest. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Daily Beans listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free by heading to Skillshare.com slash daily beans. So to sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash daily beans. Again, Skillshare.com slash daily beans to start your two months free now. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back to our uh, impeachment discussion while we drink some rum punch, impeachment <laughs> punch. Uh, and I, what I was, I remember what I was going to say um, when you talked about, you know, the the flags and the and the, the speech and, and how, you know, you were wondering if she was riffing or if it was written. I think it was written. Um, I don't know if by her or whoever, but right, right. W- I'm wondering if this wasn't prepped for when the tax returns came out and when the financial like they had this in like in ready to go yeah i thought about that too with like the media sources i was like how many news sources already had like in you know in more memory what do they call it when you oh in memoriam yeah you know when they have it ready to go like i was like how many people have this impeachment thing ready but especially the politicians what was this plan for the taxes was it something they had to whip together at the last minute but either way it was beautifully beautifully said and it was delivered well and it didn't take away um from the urgency if 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 it was planned it it it, comics know this it's it sounded unplanned yeah it's still relevant (laughs) too it's it's really just it's still the tone of the country right now everything Mm -hmm. she said still resonates so you know it doesn't matter we're a crisis we're in crisis. It was a big tantric release, uh, honestly, for me. Uh, yeah. Like, I think we were br- bringing this up early on in the Mueller report. We're like, it's like one of those friggin' dubstep songs where the beat never drops. I felt like the beat finally dropped today. <laughs> like hell, like a true hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh, ha, ha. You know, and you're sitting there like, just bring me my vodka with the fireworks coming out of it. <laughs> so m- more on the impeachment decision. Neil Katyal brought up the idea of focusing the impeachment articles on this one thing and not trying to bring every single friggin' law that Trump has broke or broken into the mix. Because we know, going all the way back to, well, first of all, there's the 10 obstruction of justice. There's the Mueller report. That's humongous. There's like probably three articles of impeachment just in the Mueller uh, investigation itself. And that's being broad about it. Then we have uh, the emolument stuff. There's so many domestic and foreign emoluments with his hotels and not divesting and all that, whether he's making money off of the Marine Ball in Florida. Do you want to bring up him doing that, uh, you know, stripper 
uh, auction at Mar-a-Lago. Do you want to bring... Like, there's a million of those things. Then there's even his abuses of power, which go all the way back to... Do you remember when he pressured the Postmaster General to... To double Bezos. Bezos's Amazon shipping prices mm-hmm. because he hates the Washington Post. Yeah, you know, like do and and Neil Cattell was like, let's not make this a thirty-one flavors situation right. <laughs> where you have selection fatigue. I think mm-hmm. is what they got. Like psychologically, it would really tire the American people to have to go through every single yeah. high crime and misdemeanor that Trump has. So he's saying, let's focus it on this Ukraine thing. That's so smart because I would imagine that the whole idea of, of fascism is to create such chaos that you can get away with the things that matter to you most while people are trying to tackle each little awful thing, which are really bi- all big awful things in their own way. So yeah, I, I think it's smart to focus it. And um, I, I think it's, it's really the only way to go. What do, you, yeah. I know, what do you think? I think that's a good question. I wonder if it's so much calculated as it is a convenient byproduct of just doing whatever you want all the time mm-hmm. that people can't possibly keep up with everything you're doing. Good point, yeah. Because our founding fathers and you know the folks that have amended it as time has gone on have crafted the Constitution and our laws so that you're assuming you know in good faith that people are not going to be breaking these laws left and right and mm-hmm. that the oversight of someone who is breaking them left and right you know would be virtually impossible yeah if, if it was you know written think, otherwise <clears throat> I think if we limited it to categories and everything that sort of fell underneath and we didn't get into the mud about we just said obstruction of justice is one. He's mm-hmm. obstructed justice in a hundred million ways, in everything from the Mueller report to this, right? Uh, and then uh, emoluments that I think is important, and I think it should be in there. Um, this, whatever this is, Ukraine. <laughs> we'll just call it Ukraine. Yeah. And then maybe um, when his finances come out, we might see that that is also, um, you know, a, 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 an asset yeah. of a yeah. foreign government. Cherry on the top. I have an, a, a drinking game idea, for, like an impeachment drinking game. It's just one <laughs> rule. Just drink every time someone on TV says the Ukraine. <laughs> I don't mean like the Ukrainian government or president. I'm talking about the Ukraine. I've heard that so many times. And I get it. I, we said it in the beginning. It's a generational too. thing. Yeah. 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 I but I think corrected on it. It seems like that, that when the fan told us about it, it was because uh, it's considered offensive right like if people someone should come out and be like hey guys you probably didn't know this because we didn't know it either but could we correct this on a national level <laughs> i mean it's like Mueller. it's like okay how harmful is it but or, or in this, nuclear yeah. yeah in this case i think it actually <laughs> was one of those emails where somebody was like by the way it's a little offensive actually when you say it. i forgot why though i think it was because under former uh soviet union the ukraine was a territory or like a an mm-hmm. area of soviet union and when they became their own sovereign nation it was ukraine not the Ukraine, got it, got the it. Ukraine was part of that, and, okay. and now there, I think there are other things. I could be wrong on that. Send me a correction if but I. But that am, does but. sound like it's close to what I was, what I remember. And then also considering the sentiment of how this is about territory, and so if if that is the request, and, and sure, you know, this is one listener, but I, I do think the idea might apply to other listeners right in that country right now. Like I don't know a lot about other countries, but I do remember I think that. Andrew Chalupa. Uh, corroborated that and okay cool mm-hmm. yeah so that would be such a cool I thing to spread, spread the word yeah we don't have to be like you know super aggressive or snooty about it but just the idea that you know as a sentiment to the, the people of ukraine like hey guys we're listening we're and trying to acknowledge it this way. Yeah. giuliani calls it the the ukraine yeah so don't be like don't be like <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's all you need don't say what he says <laughs> oh and oh <clears throat> speaking of jerks tulsi gabbard today who by the way just qualified for the fourth debate on october 15th God damn it i thought she was gone i know she's come out against the impeachment uh, on CNN oh today. Oh my God. Are you surprised? Yeah. Well, yes, honestly. Hmm. 
Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. I, I appreciate the forward. Yeah. The honesty is wow. a lot of people I'm sure would have that reaction. I'm not surprised, but I'm not even sure why I'm not surprised. She just always struck well, me mean, as someone who wasn't authentic. Well, yeah, I mean, she was like one of the first Democrats to come out immediately after the Mueller report was released, basically, and be like, it's time to move on. Yeah, Mueller, don't <laughs> She like put listen. money behind creating a nice video that said that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, it's like in that sense, I guess I'm not surprised. I am just surprised, though, because this just seems like a no, no-brainer my, well i'm surprised because it's the first democrat i've heard that's not for it yeah oh. i don't think she's but she would be the one if yeah, i had to put true. money on it yeah that's my guess well, she, yeah she is the one she's yeah, not she's the one yeah mm-hmm. and uh comey who may or may not be our homie um <clears throat> he's against impeachment as well but we've known this we've been talking about yeah. this for His a long time with him he, yeah he's basically saying that uh this should be up to the american voters i would really be more comfortable if the american voters got the vindication of voting trump out instead of congress so that's comey's thing yeah did, Comey, he, did he say anything today yeah Oh, he did. On he Twitter. repeated that. Okay, okay. Basically okay. repeated that sentiment. Well, he's consistent in that sense. Um, yeah, I respect the logic. I do think Comey is someone who has a particular perspective that I think might be disconnected, more disconnected than I I thought from the beginning. So I just take what he says with you know a particular lens. Like, sure, he means well, I think, but he is very removed from I think a lot of the. Con- I mean, he is a scapegoat in a lot of this, but obviously he's removed from some of the more direct consequences of not immediately impeaching. I think. I just feel like somebody who took an oath to support the constitution. Constitution should automatically be for impeachment when something like this is. That's a very good argument. Absolutely. And maybe he's trying to remain like incredibly professional or whatever, or nonpartisan, I should say, not professional. It seems like it would be almost counterintuitive then, right? Because once before Trump, maybe that was what was professional. And I can see why he would hang on to that. But yeah, now I think what you're getting at is times of change, right? So it's almost like it's unprofessional, even though it used to kind of be like to be bipartisan and peaceful, so to speak. That was like the professional politician thing to do but now you have to be a little more extreme because trump is so extreme in his own way he's just a tall private citizen he's- there you go yeah <laughs> tall private citizen tall glass of water um yeah very very you know i think what safe. It, i totally safe for being that tall and good for you i guess i think one of the <laughs> first things i woke up to that kind of got me thinking oh shit today might be the day uh because i f- at first thought that pelosi might hold off until thursday when the dni testifies about the ukraine whistleblower but um more, i woke up to this op-ed written by seven freshman democrats in the house backing impeachment with the headline these allegations are a threat to all we have sworn to protect uh the reps include cisneros crow Houlihan, luria Sherrill, slotkin and uh, spangberger mm. the lead is our lives have been defined by a national service we are not career politicians we are veterans of the military Uh, of the nation's defense and intelligence agencies. Our service is rooted in the defense of our country on the front lines of national security. We've devoted our lives to this service and security of our country, and throughout our careers, we have sworn oaths to defend the Constitution of the United States many times over. Now we join a unified group to uphold that oath as we enter uncharted waters and face unprecedented allegations against President Trump. Hmm. So many of these Democrats are from red and purple districts, the ones that Pelosi was trying to shield by holding off on formal impeachment impeachment hearings today. So I was like, oh, oh, we've got... And I feel like over the last week since this story broke, Jordan, like you were talking about that timeline, how quickly the dominoes fell, more and more Democrats from those red and purple districts have started coming on board for impeachment. That's great. Mm -hmm. And I also thought it was funny that one of them is named Crow. Is their first name Squid? Pro no. by chance. Okay, that nope, was just it is not you know, worth a try. Worth a try. Uh, if I if I were still young enough to have babies and cared, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would name it Squid yeah. Pro. Yeah, they're all against it. Squid Pro and Crow. They're all anti. <laughs> no, I, these like are people Korean. Korean right? Yeah, yeah. 
I just had a, a thought that popped in my head about the Comey thing, if it's okay if I circle yeah, back no, to that what? for a second. So I think even though he most likely is not to be a downer on this whole party, right? It's been, how long has it been now? We got 30 minutes of partying in. We can start, we can start saying downers. <laughs> That's um, you at every party, isn't it, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. We have 30 minutes of niceties. Um, b- but as far as history goes... Most likely, he will not be impeached and removed from office as far as it's gone in the other in the other times and everything. Most times it's gone and it's only been like three times. But someone, even if you do get impeached, they just wind up getting voted out anyway or they resign. Well, that's so, why I didn't really understand his comment. I'm right. saying we're probably going to have to vote him out yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like unhelpful at this so, point. So, yay on both sides. There's that disconnect I'm talking about. It's almost like he is just... I got an impeachment water wing on my right arm, and I got a vote him out water wing on my left arm, and that's what's keeping me afloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever it is with him, I, I, I wouldn't know what to call it exactly. Uh, maybe a therapist would, but it's, it's probably... <laughs> it might be a part of his ego, because we all have an ego, and I think just if you're disconnected a bit and you have an ego, even, special. A, even a little bit. Yeah, I think he truly means well. He's never said anything that I was just like, whoa, I wouldn't hang out with this guy. But Sanctimonious choir boy is exactly. probably the best description I've ever heard of him, which I think was a, a Credico tweet that attributed <laughs> to Trump at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah, that sums it up. Um, here's some other news that came out. The whistleblower reached out to Adam Schiff. Uh, and this is big news because Schiff said Tuesday that the whistleblower wants to speak to the panel and that they're expecting testimony as soon as this week. Uh, that announcement came shortly after Trump said he had authorized the release of the official transcript <laughs> of his July conversation with Zelensky. But as we've said, we don't give a shit about your transcript, bro. Uh, we need the complaint, the entire complaint. Uh, perhaps a recording of the call. That'd be fine. Uh, but I'm not anxious to see or, you know, what the DNI McGuire will do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I know what he's going to do. Uh, but he is a military veteran, so I don't know if he'll continue to obstruct or he'll comply with Congress like Nancy called him out today. She called him to the floor and said, you know, uh, you can break the law or you can follow the Constitution. Yeah, military vet, um, one of those things that also I, I would like to think used to mean something too, but I feel like in this administration, so many people have abused that sense of honor that you've got to take a case by case now. It's like, I, I get what you're saying. You're looking for beans for like where he might have a sense of a moral compass. But I'm like, man, at this point, I'm, I'm just hoping he just does it for, for any reason because they surprise me. The ones you think would be good are not good. And sometimes the bad ones are good. And it's just crazy. Well, the DNI Office of General Counsel wrote the, a letter to the lawyer of the whistleblower saying, uh, we aren't releasing you to be able to uh, tell, to to give your complaint to Congress directly. Uh, we haven't decided. We'll let you know. That was his call. Um, so the, the he's vet still ob- obstructing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The no, vet? this isn't no. the veteran. No. Oh, okay, okay. It was the Office of Legal Counsel. Got it. For the that veteran. Okay, okay. And he still has a chance to do the right thing, right? It's not like it's a done deal. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see on Thursday. I mean, okay. that, that's basically what we're waiting and wondering to see. Uh, also, first of all, if the DNI allows the whistleblower to testify to Congress, it might be behind closed doors. Uh, or but because right now the letter that they just sent said, we don't think that this falls under the DNI. We still think it's uh, subject to privilege. Mm-hmm. They're still blocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're still obstructing. Yeah. Well, and you're you're going to get to the headline of what the Senate did, right? Probably. Yes, yeah. Okay, cool. We're getting there. Okay, sweet. Because, uh, like, in fact, it says right here, he's a military veteran. Will he continue to obstruct or will he comply with Congress now that it's not only the House, but the Senate, too? (laughs) What's that you say? The Senate? Yes, it's the Senate. And we'll get to that after this quick word. Nice. 
This episode of Impeachment is brought to you by Beta Brand, who I would like to thank for making the most amazing and comfortable pair of pants ever, their dress pant yoga pant, and also for having the friendliest staff members and customer service of all time. They have four styles of this pant. They have the crop, the boot cut, the skinny, and the straight leg. And I, for one, own all four of those in black. And I bring them on me with or with me on every trip I take. And I do that for a lot of reasons. First of all, they don't wrinkle. They pack beautifully. Even if I cram them in at the end and bring them home, they're still just fantastic and they have no wrinkles in them so and they're as comfortable as yoga pants but they have dressy details like real buttons real pockets belt loops and faux zippers and they're made of four-way stretch knit fabric that's really good and compressive and it's got like this good heft to it and it's really supportive and i can wear them in front of former u.s attorneys or i can wear them to you know nights out with patrons and fans so um, I absolutely love these pants. And before Beta Brand, I had to buy all my suiting from the regular places. So they didn't fit right off the rack. They didn't stretch. They didn't breathe. I had to get them tailored. They have itchy tags. And I was constantly reminded of my pants instead of being able to keep my mind on my work. But with the Beta Brand dress pant, yoga pants being so comfortable, I can focus on what I'm doing without having to worry about how awesome I look or how comfortable I am. I can't say enough about these incredible pants. So head to betabrand.com slash dailybeans, all lowercase, and you'll get 20% off your first pair. That's betabrand.com slash dailybeans for 20% off the most comfortable pair of pants you'll ever own. You'll be glad you did. So as we were saying before the break, Trump is now saying he's going to release the transcript of his call with, you know, his Ukrainian counterpart. Uh, this is part of his plan to show you that he didn't engage in squid pro crow. But don't fall for it. It's a trick. Get an axe. So the transcript is not relevant. It's not what he said on the phone. Uh, we we need the full whistleblower complaint. And today, McConnell hotlined a resolution for calling the release of the whistleblower report, and Schumer asked for it, uh, unanimous consent, and McConnell didn't block it, and they passed it. The Republicans in Senate, in the Senate, Mitch didn't object. Um, and I'm I don't know how to, I don't even know cannot process, do not compute. I don't even understand like Mitch mm-hmm. McConnell. Uh, And this is a non-binding resolution, of course. But what is this about? Basically, Bill Kristol noted the timing. Trump announced he would release the transcript of the call with Ukraine at 2.12. And that that was right after the GOP senators' lunch meeting. So did Mitch call Trump and tell him he couldn't hold the GOP senators against the release of the complaint anymore? Uh, Is the Senate firewall buckling? Or is this just the Senate getting on the record as having asked for the complaint because they know they'll face scrutiny in 2020. I don't know what you guys think about this, but it also came out late breaking that Trump is now saying that he's going to release the whistleblower complaint to Congress. Unredacted. Uh, I don't know. That's right. The only person that could confirm that are people or the ones that have seen it already, right? The original complaint. I feel like this is where I went, when Trump said the transcript was coming out, I was skeptical. I was like, well, he could always edit it, and I'm, I'm sure he would. So the same, I would imagine, could happen with the complaint unless someone that's keeping note of this that's seen it is like, I'm going to call you out if you say it's something it's not. I wonder if the you know whistle blow twice, <laughs> you know, like. It's and honestly, scary. if Trump is going to allow for the whistleblower complaint to be released to Congress, then that means that the DNI should be able to also release the whistleblower complaint mm-hmm. to oh, Congress. Oh, and that's the original. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And I that think, would open up the ICIG to questions about right. the complaint. I think if he did actually, almost I hope that he actually does that because that would be such a nail in the coffin for him. If he does edit it in any way. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if he tried to release something that well, that's wasn't what I was what thinking I, too. Yeah. I was like, go ahead, release Please. your little transcript. He'll just unquote. say, do you think I'm stupid Unfortunately, enough? Unfortunately, I don't think he will. What <laughs> I think he's going to do. Markers on it. Yeah. I think, I think. 
it's going to get released and he's going to fight tooth and nail that what he did was lawful because he's the president mm-hmm. and he can do whatever is necessary for the integrity of the United States. Yep. And he's already been trying to work on that language, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, you know, I didn't do a quid pro quo. There's corruption. This is about Biden. He's trying to pivot it. Yeah, he's going to spin it so far Which away is- from a private dealing that his base will believe it. And I feel like... it. These kind of arguments are so frustrating to have with a reasonable person that I wonder what effect it would have on them. You know, like at the, mm-hmm. at, with a reasonable part of a country is going to just be so frustrated that he would even try. It's it's like we really have to fight this and fight ourselves to like not want to give up with such ridiculousness. You yeah. know, the impeachable high crime is that he pressured a foreign country, a leader of a foreign country to interfere in our elections by getting dirt on an opponent. Yes. yes. The private dealing part the of it. Yes. Mueller report 2.0. <laughs> Basically, end. yeah, the Jesus Hillary Christ. emails 2.0, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia, are you listening? And that's why Mueller was so like, Mueller's a, a volume one person. I'm a volume two person. Oh, yeah, but that's why Mueller two. was all volume one. He's like, you look, I'm telling you, I didn't find a criminal broader conspiracy here, but this is all impeachable shit, y'all. Look at this is really <laughs> fucked up shit. You can impeach him for this shit. Like, oh I, my gosh, I just realized we need a Mueller anger, anger translator like Obama had. Oh yeah, <laughs> wow. Because I was like, you were channeling Mueller just the now. Rock Obama. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> yeah, because Mueller Do you can't remember say the this. Rock Obama. I actually I have not heard of that one. Okay, you should watch it. It's a, it's an old Saturday Night Live thing where it's Obama. Hello, I've been mm-hmm. I'm in the Oval Office, and because uh, and then Rahm Emanuel he, and John McCain were there, and, and somebody would do something that where. Where Obama's supposed to get mad, but Obama's incapable of getting angry, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like the Hulk. His his chest expands and the buttons pop off his shirt. That's amazing. And, oh, was it SNL? They, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden they pan back and sitting there is The Rock. Yeah. The Rock Obama. <laughs> the Rock Obama. <laughs> On that same pun, because that's hilarious, I'll say this, and I never say it out loud, but are you guys familiar with... Um, What's that song, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor? I think it's a drawing pool. Okay, so the beginning of the song, there's like a lot of weird noises. I mean, the whole song has weird noises. But every time he does that weird sound, I say, Barack Obama. But like, do you guys know what song this is? Oh, you're thinking. You gotta know. It's like from that melody. What song is that? Is it Let the Bodies Hit the Floor? (laughs) It's probably a different song. I think it is a different song. But man, all the listeners that, that are about that like alternative rock, early 2000s phase, they're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. And now it's gonna be stuck in their head every time they hear it. It's, you gotta know it though you gotta know it well, tweet it tweet I will yeah. if you know yeah. I forget who does it but me and my boyfriend have a joke when we say burrata cheese we go burrata <laughs> okay so I like how we all had a joke that kind of was like no, yes ending no, the not other no we all yeah no 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 you had the you guys on that song yeah yeah it's very specific and I, I, I wish I wrote the rock Obama yeah. oh yeah no done. I see what you're saying the original parts of it but I love the theme of it was like variations of saying Barack Obama and that song I like that maybe yes. you get a chance though Definitely Google the Rock Obama. Yes, yes, will. I will. Yeah, that sounds hilarious. Um, just just to to bring it back to you know impeachment talks and stuff, I I, I do feel like. It is very, very consequential that Mitch McConnell kept his mouth shut during this whole thing. And when you were talking, Jaleesa, about the base just like, you know, letting it roll off their shoulders or whatever, I think the fact that this unanimously passed and that no statements were said about it and contrary to it going forward by the GOP, at least today, is... Well, at least in that vote, I mean, in effectively the vote, uh, in the vote. I'm only talking about the vote. Okay, I'm only talking about the vote because yeah. Mitch put a statement out. Right. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> Last time I checked, I had read something where like he was thinking about saying something, but then he decided to not and held his tongue. But oh my it God. sounds like he did. So Mitch looks like one of those like uh, ventriloquist dummies, doesn't he? 
because when you guys said Mitch put out a statement, I was like, did Mitch put it out or the person who has their hand up his butt? Because he looks like, you know, the I shiny know. I cheeks. Think he's, I think he's just a free agent asshole, personally. Free I don't really agent think asshole. he has much of, like, a puppet master, but... That's fair, but also just the fact that he literally looks like a puppet. That's most of my joke, but I, totally. I am body shaming. Yeah, it's or because of the lines that they draw yeah, from the mouth that. to the, you know, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it, the shininess, that. especially. That's true, he does have that. But my, yeah. my, my, my point is that <laughs> the fact that this vote happened unanimously, I think is very important for his base to know that it was something that was unanimous and that and that says something i think that really does say something i think it does too but kevin mccarthy also came out but he's not a senator he's a republican uh whip he's the republican asshole leader he came out and said a bunch of bullshit pelosi is the speaker of the house but she does not speak for america our job is to focus on the american public to make tomorrow better than today to legislate uh, not to investigate something in the back when you cannot find any reason to impeach the president. The election is over. I realize 2016 didn't turn out the way Pelosi wanted. She cannot unilaterally decide what an impeachment requires. What she said today made do- no difference in what's been going on. No difference. Uh, that what Nadler's been then what Nadler's been trying to do. It's time to put to put the public before politics. He says as though there aren't 125 bills sitting on McConnell's desk that the right. House has passed. Well, and then why did the Senate pass this unanimously then? Yeah. How, interesting, how is right? that compatible with what he said? Because if that was at all representative of how the GOP as a whole felt, then they would not have passed that unanimously today. I also feel like it's a just in case and cover our asses in case, uh-oh, what if this is bad? And I'm, I'm sure somebody, burr, somebody over there seen this complaint mm-hmm. and knows what's in it. Oh. Uh, I just so. thought of the parody we can do now for Bring It On. Burr, it's cold in here. But oh. like, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's options there. Bar could be another we did possibility. We did one time, didn't we? We did something, some variation it's of Burr is cold. Here. Yeah, we there did the whole thing, actually. In the oh, my atmosphere. gosh. Why didn't we clip that up? Ice, ice, ice. Thank you, AG. I needed that. You're welcome. These Compton Clovers really are the best. Yeah. So you think that the Republicans reluctantly voted unanimously? I really honestly have no idea. Yeah. I think they might have fervently voted unanimous, unanimously as uh, just to say we support getting the whistleblower complaint out there. Yeah. Because what if what's in it is fucked up? Or, right. Or what if it's not? Who cares? We don't lose. At least we are on the record as yeah. saying we want out. Exactly. Totally. I, I think you're right. I think that's ultimately what motivated them to do that is history will not look back on this kindly either way mm-hmm. no one wants to look back and see that there was a whistleblower complaint and you and were that's against... already been obstructed yes that's already been obstructed was already. already submitted through the channels that it's supposed to go through to make it into your eyes yeah. yeah and now trump is on the attack you know he's at the un all day sad and, and he gave a sleepy speech <laughs> <laughs> and it's been totally overshadowed by pelosi's announcement today sadness uh, Trump says the call for impeachment is a total total witch hunt garbage. That's what he says. Uh, staying uh, creative like he is. He's saying that when he releases the transcript, that will put everything to rest. But that's a lie. We don't care about the transcript. Um, he keeps saying there was no quid pro quo. But that is irrelevant, as we've explained. Uh, now he's saying late breaking, like I said, Office of General Counsel for DNI, that's the veteran guy, wrote a letter to the whistleblower's, whistleblower, <laughs> whistleblower's lawyer saying they don't agree with the urgent and credible labels and they're still deciding what to do, claiming privilege still, and that the person or persons aren't under the purview of the DNI, meaning Trump. So they're still blocking. 
Yeah, the documentary for this would be called Claiming Privilege because it, you know, it's a double entendre, really. <laughs> totally. Uh, and uh, real quick, in Roger Stone news, to pivot a little bit, uh, I had beans on Judge Jackson denying his motions to suppress evidence from the list of 187 exhibits we discussed yesterday. Uh, I thought she might partially grant Stone's motion to compel some of the stuff that he wanted, but it's better than I thought. Stone's motion to suppress the evidence, including those charts of communications between Stone and Trump and his toll records we talked about, you know, his toll records, he wanted to suppress those, the emails between himself uh, and members of the Trump campaign, that motion to suppress, all denied, all denied, all of them. <laughs> and his motion to compel, uh, we found out what he wanted to compel was the unredacted versions of the crowd strike reports. That's been denied, too. So regarding Stone's motion to suppress, Stone's reason was that the factual underpinnings for all of the warrant applications are false, meaning Stone was arguing that the Russian government did not hack the DNC, mm -hmm. didn't hack the DCCC, didn't hack Podesta, and they didn't give stolen data to WikiLeaks. The judge found that to be bullshit, saying he failed to satisfy either prong of the showing necessary to obtain a hearing. And uh, regarding Stone's motion to compel the government to hand over unredacted crowd strike reports, the government states, we don't have any unredacted crowd strike reports you have them the version it's in your possession so stone conceded and the judge said that motion is moot so mm. uh, that was the basis for judge jackson's denial of both of his requests both of his motions so bye awesome <laughs> That's cool. And some wonderful news across the pond. The UK Supreme Court has ruled that Boris Johnson's prorogation, meaning his decision to suspend Parliament, was unlawful. 11 to 0, they, they voted. And the, the Prime Minister said he profoundly disagrees with the ruling, but would respect it, which is a step further than our president goes, I guess. <laughs> and now multiple MPs have called for Johnson to resign, some saying that they will attempt to force him out if he does not go off uh, of his own accord. Mm -hmm. uh, Johnson has insisted... He wanted to outline his government's policies in a Queen's speech on October 14th. And to do that, Parliament needed to be prorogued uh, and a new session needed to be started. But critics say, you're stupid. <laughs> he was trying to railroad members of Parliament to keep them from criticizing his no-deal Brexit plans. And according to the BBC, the ruling does not prevent Johnson from proroguing again for a Queen's speech, as long as it doesn't stop Parliament from carrying out its duties with reasonable justification. And that was the reason for the Supreme Court decision. Lady Hale says, quote, the decision to advise Her Majesty the decision to advise Her Majesty to prorogue Parliament was unlawful because it had the effect of frustrating or preventing the ability of Parliament to carry out its constitutional functions without reasonable justification. So cheers to our resistors across the pond and not to get too celebratory about things as grave as these positions we find our governments in, but we can take a long breath and sleep well tonight before we roll up our sleeves and get to work on righting these existential and constitutional wrongs on both sides of the Atlantic. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Yay. Cheers. <laughs> Let's get social. Hashtag. Dude, I'm kidding. It's hashtag impeach Trump. Hashtag impeachment. Keep, <laughs> keep it trending. Of course, I took a screenshot of all the hashtags because it was Pelosi at the top, and then you had hashtag impeach Trump, hashtag impeachment, hashtag impeach the MFR. All these things were trending at once, and it was beautiful. Yes. Yeah, keep it going. Uh, enjoy tonight. Sleep well. You've earned it. Any final thoughts? Yes, two things. The song I was thinking of is Disturbs uh, Down With The Sickness, oh, not Drowning ah. Pools. So you know that one. Okay, I do know that okay, one. so yes. that's why you were confused. You were like, that doesn't sound right. Nope, but I know that. Cool, cool. Yeah. Barack Obama. Yeah, every time. Now I get it. There we go. Now I, I love see that. I love saying. that. And then also, I wanted to say that, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Chris Hayes the other day mentioned Muhammad Bonesaw. I saw that, Chris like, Hayes. Yeah, the nickname Muhammad Bonesaw. And or Chris Hayes staff. <laughs> I love it. I don't I don't even care how that happened. I just love it. 
Yeah, I think it's beautiful. It's minds thinking alike. Amanda goes, we see you. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's, you know, regardless of if someone heard it from us or just thought of it, it's yeah. such a beautiful, like, we're all having the same joke right now, and it's so it's fun. So I love comedy. That's a good point. Thank yeah. you for that. Of course. Uh, I want to bring up uh, my final thought. A lot of people seem concerned about Pence ending up being president because of impeachment. And I want to just let you know that impeachment has nothing to do with whether or not Pence ends up president. Mm-hmm. Because... Even if impeachment didn't go forward, Trump, if he's smart, would will or would have resigned even 10 minutes before he left office so that Pence could pardon him and Pence would be president. So and first of all, and second of all, impeachment, although I'm not sure what this signals from the Senate with their resolution today, aren't likely to remove him, convict and remove him. Mm -hmm. So I still think that, too. Therefore, I don't think that impeachment is going to get rid of trump that's not the point of impeachment the point of impeachment is to fulfill your constitutional fucking duty second point of impeachment is you know um so we can have rum punch yeah (laughs) Yeah, point number two definitely yes no but also to you know to to keep investigating and to to do your constitutional duty but Mm -hmm. uh i don't think he'll be removed if he is holy shit motherfucker you know Mm -hmm. but he he would be smart to resign before then which is what what happened with nixon Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Um, my final thought is that Trump's speech today, his 15 minute speech, right? Like every world leader got 15 minutes. He, um, he was really scary in that speech and he talked a lot about anti-globalism specifically. He was like, I'm not a globalist. I believe in nations, you know, standing up for their own like sovereignty or whatever, which is just total nationalist bullshit. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really scary that he took a platform to be in front of a world stage to to literally say, fuck all of you guys. Yeah. I'm against globalism. Mm -hmm. It's really scary and it's super fascist. It's really, really fascist. And I feel like that kind of in light of today's news got glossed over a little bit, but it's just another really scary moment where he took an opportunity to put that out there. And, yeah, thank you for sharing sucks. that because I honestly missed that myself. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a terrifying. It was speech. chilling. It was yeah. It was he honestly wasn't he chilling. Wasn't animated at all. He was just sort of like flat affect. Just man, that's even man, more terrifying. Man, the monotoneness man. of it, being yeah, nonchalant it, about it. It was ugh. right. Yeah, so we should celebrate this moment. It's important for us to have these wins and, and you know bask in them. But also, we got to get back to work tomorrow. So, like you said, I do sleep well, but yeah, yeah, it's still a fight. He also said that if like. He, it was super anti-immigrant too, saying that like he's not going to accept anybody that could, if they make their way over here and comes over here, that, that like we're not going to accept them. And it was just, it was like awful. Yeah, don't let your guard down. We basically. don't accept you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And let's just we keep, impeach you. Put the pressure yeah, we on them. Keep do, the pressure dude. on them. Get yeah. the fuck out. Thank you, Jordan. Yes. And also, if you have a second to call your rep and thank them mm-hmm. instead of calling your reps to demand shit, let's take a day, call our reps. Thank them for yes. supporting impeachment. Yeah. I think that that would be wonderful. I think it would be send a wonderful message to everyone. Oh my gosh! So wow. I and was, then call your senators. And call <laughs> your senators. Coming to them next. Thank them. <laughs> I was going to say this is probably too complicated of a request, but I was I was really looking forward to like a, some kind of visualization of people uh, sharing their calls with us. Like if someone could like I don't know have a friend record it. You were you saying thank you to your rep. I think that'd be such a cool little movement. Like I know impeach Trump is like the main hashtag, but if we could just tag on a little you know hashtag thank your rep. Yeah, I think those are both. Yeah, tell very us what important. your main yeah. message was and who you spoke to. Yeah, tag them mm-hmm. and then hashtag thank your rep and yeah. then give them a call too. Yeah, share share a picture of you with them or a quote that you like about anything. We need a big 
United States hug. We yeah. need a United States mm-hmm. for sure. Well, that first. <laughs> yes. And then, and then a hug. You're absolutely right. Hug in the meantime. Definitely. You hug it out. Snowflakes. <laughs> Snowflakes are beautiful and unique. God damn it. Rest on tongues and eyelashes. But it's okay. <laughs> Short lived. I might have had them. one too many rum punches. <laughs> Everyone, seriously, cheers. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. I've been AG. I've been Jaleesa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by A.G., Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com.